0: <laughs> Hello. No, no problem. No. <laughs> okay. Hey, this is Aaron, and um, who else is here? Dylan,
1: Rachel, Steven.
0: Yes, we're doing a little high school counselor podcast. Uh, we're doing our relationship series, and there's a lot of questions. Some of them are even like leftover from last year, and there's always the ones that are like the cool kid, popular questions that get answered, and we want to tackle some of the ones that. May not get answered in the Bible study because they're so low on the list. So, what do you guys think? Yes, let's do it. Please. Okay, okay. Um, what do you guys think? What if my significant other is not a Christian? What should I do?
1: What do you guys think? Uh, well, I think if you're calling a significant other, you're married, but since you're not married, I would say ask your parents, but most likely break up. Yeah. Be friends, if that's possible.
0: Like, a significant other, I mean, it's such a, like, vague term, because it's like, this is an other in my life, and I find them significant. Um, I think this question is talking about dating. Um, I mean, I would agree with Dylan. Um, As a Christian, you want to be teamed up with somebody who also follows Jesus so you guys can walk together. And, I don't know, for a lot of Christians, I feel like it's, like, like their Christianity kind of isn't the most important part of their life. So for a lot of Christians hearing this, they might think like, oh, that doesn't make sense. But if you're doing it the right way in the sense that Jesus is like number one in your life, then you're going to want to have somebody else who feels that same way. What, I don't know. Anybody else have anything else to add to that? Or I agree. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'd be like if like you were going to run in a – is it three-legged race? Yep, and then yes. you had like somebody with no legs. Also, yeah, <laughs> you have yeah. To legs. <laughs> that's terrible. <I'm> um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we can archive. I was can archive that one. Um, all right. Edit this. What do you guys think? Uh, here's a question: I am a super ugly boy, but love the Lord. But all the girls I like only like the cute Christians. What do I do? What do you? I want. I want to hear what Stephen has to say. End. Okay. Um, We we got a kid here who's got some serious self-esteem issues. He thinks he's super ugly. They obviously go to a Christian school or they're talking about someone in a youth group. Right, because all the girls are dating all the cute Cute Christians. 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 (laughs) Right, so what do you think, Steven? Um, I would say that if you are already putting yourself down that there's a confidence issue, And, um, I, I see what I've seen in relationships with good godly relationships that their main focus is not really on how they look, but how each other love Jesus. And I think that's, um, what really stands out. Hmm. So if these cute girls are looking at these other Christian boys, you have to go to say is, do they, do they truly love Jesus? Are they just trying to get someone that looks good? Yeah, you don't want to
1: date a girl that's just gonna date you because you're attractive.
0: Because then you're gonna get old and fat and bald. So yeah, <laughs> I've been married six years. Uh, I'm not bald yet, but definitely I, I've gained like a hundred pounds since I got married because Brooklyn's meals are so amazing, and she still loves me. It's weird. She'll she'll tell me I'm good looking. I'm like you're you're crazy. Um, for me, like uh, this question definitely like resonates because it's like uh, I was that kid who thought he was ugly growing up. Like I was chubby and yeah dylan just raised his hand yeah so you, you know what it is it's like i had like big weird hair and i didn't know how to dress myself like my mom bought my clothes and like n- all of my friends had like frosted tips remember like in the yeah. 90s or ice spike yeah spiked hair i was like the guy who just i didn't fit in or look good and i always had these crushes like there's always these girls i went after and i would always get all psyched up and think my dreams are going to come true and then they would always go after a different guy yeah who was oh, athletic or you know, sporty surfer guys, and I was just this nerdy dude. And you know, um, what I had to do was because um, because the, the question is, what do I do uh, in this circumstance? Um, for for me, uh, what I had to do was I had to realize that I needed to find my identity in Jesus because. Jesus loved me so much. And he had such a heart and plan for me and for my life. And I mean, he had this amazing, beautiful woman who just walked in the room. Hi Brooklyn. Hello. She's not going to say anything, if she's waving. And I had to realize basically my identity was in Jesus. And, realized that he cared about me and he loved me and he had a purpose for my life. And he knew that I was going to fall in love with somebody one day. And I never thought I would. I always thought I wasn't good enough. I didn't look good enough. I didn't act good enough. I wasn't athletic enough. Like there's all these reasons that I thought I wasn't enough. And, Jesus looked at me and he's like, you are enough. You just have to be patient and wait for me to provide the right person. And and I'm so glad that all the girls I was interested in when I was in junior high and high school weren't interested in me because it would be a bummer to go into my relationship with my wife Brooklyn with all of these failed relationships that came before it. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I know a lot of people who've had to go through that and it's tough and I'm blessed that I was spared from it. So if you're that guy or girl who feels like, you're ugly, and you feel like nobody likes you. You're you're beautiful. God made you beautiful. He loves you, and um, be patient because um, more often than not, He provides somebody better than you could ever imagine. Just like my wife, Brooklyn. So, um, what's that
1: white guy's <laughs> name from uh, Men in Black?
0: Who's the white guy from Men in Black? No
1: one cares about the white there's Will Smith, and who is that guy? So there's this movie where he's like a secret agent protecting um this should be recorded oh it is it is protecting um a cheerleading uh squad okay and and everyone like looks at him weird because he's an old kind of white dude right creepy who's hanging out with cheerleaders i would look at him him. for sure yes but he's protecting them from a greater threat from some kind of terrorist attack i don't know it's a terrible movie but (laughs) at one point he starts dating an older woman he meets at the supermarket and she says why would you want anything to do with me? I'm an older woman. <laughs> and he says, well, why should I have a girl when I could have a woman? And then mm. they kiss and they fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. He just watches the cheerleaders make sure they
0: So, yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. That also reminds me of a story my youth pastor used to tell me, which, you know, he made this stupid analogy, you know, that you've got Adam And he's made, uh, and he's the first human in the world, and he looks around at, like, the hippos and the giraffes and the monkeys, and he notices they have a mate, you Mm -hmm. know? And he's like, oh, dang, snap, like, I want that mate. Like, I I want somebody who will be equal to me. Um, So he's looking around, and he sees all these animals, and he's like, I want that. Like, I want to be in a relationship like Mr. and Mrs. Giraffe are in a relationship. And at that point, who are his options?
1: Uh, animals. Right. It's like
0: all these like animals that don't work for him. Yeah. So if Adam were to go and like look for a mate at that time in his life, he would end up with somebody terrible who's not right with him. He'd end up with like a hyena or something, <laughs> you know? Um and so the analogy is, I mean, it's biblical. God says to Adam, "Hey, stop looking for a mate. Stop freaking out. Just rest. Just go to sleep. Just trust me." So Adam does. He goes to sleep, and the rest of the story, we know, God takes out his rib and then <laughs> creates <laughs> Which is a so whole. So know
1: what you need to do. Yeah, yeah.
0: you gotta find. A, gotta amputate one of your ribs, plant it in the ground. You'll have a wife in no time. No, but I mean, he falls asleep and God creates a woman for him who is perfect for him. He wakes up and sees her and he's like, "Oh, this woman's amazing." And I mean, I just that that spoke to me. Like in that time of my life when I was looking. You know with the hyenas and the hippos and the giraffes and just nothing was working wasn't the right not that those girls were like hippos or that not just just that they were wrong for me that's what i mean like i'm not they were great girls they were sweet they were awesome girls but just not the ones the lord had for me they
1: were just hippos
0: yes no we're not hyenas and hippos but for me it was honestly when i rested like when i told the lord like hey I'm going to stop looking, and I'm just going to look after you. Like, yeah. I'm going to fall in love with you before I fall in love with anyone else. And it was, like, three months later that I met Brooklyn after I really made that heart change when I was in college. So, yeah, that's that's what we got. Um, people are showing up, so we're going to hang out. And everyone say bye.
1: Bye.